pressed. I'm pressing. This is very pressing. Welcome, Lisa Sinclair. Hello. Hello, <laughs> This is our podcast, isn't it? It is. You're quite right. <laughs> it's called Playing Devil's Avocado. Did you know that? I'm sure you did. Um, I did. I was aware. I think we might have been there when we made it up. <laughs> um, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. And you, Lisa, of course. Oh, welcome, welcome. Uh, on today's podcast, we are doing yes. some Culture Club. Culture Club! Which is uh, one of our standard regular features. Yes. It We've is a got, franchise. It's a franchise. Another franchise mm-hmm. is Beauty Spot, Beauty Spot, Beauty Spot. Beauty Spot, Beauty Spot. We talk about beauty products we love and things that are beauty related. We have an interesting piece about how to fall out of love, like how to break up with someone in a way that makes you feel better. Okay. We've got some handy household hints. Household hints. <laughs> We've got some what's cooking. Hey, good looking. What? Hey, hey, hey. Yep. And yeah. we've got a big question. Big question. question. So it's got something for everyone. And Isn't there? Something, Isn't there just... something for no one. So let's start. And let's start with some culture club. So you've been watching some TV. I've been reading some books, which is unusual for me. Usually, I'm the one that watches all the TV. So That's let's right. talk about your t- your TV. Well, two of them. I think I might have touched on when I came back from London because I'm an international traveller, um, and they <laughs> yeah, have. You're so international, darling. And they have now hit the screens in Australia, mm. and um, I highly, highly recommend them. Very British Scandal and Four Lives. I think Very British Scandal is on Prime and Four Lives is on SBS. Right. Um, and they're just brilliant British dramas. Very British Scandal is about the Duchess of Argyle who got caught in nudie pictures in the 60s and became a core celeb in the courts. Ooh. Um, and it's Claire Foy playing the Duchess of Argyle, and we love her from The Crown. She's, and she's, then, she's a good posh girl, isn't she? A good posh lady. She's a very good posh girl. Um, and it's, yes, it's just all sort of scandalous, and you can imagine. And then Four Lives is one of the most just not awful things I've ever watched. Gut-wrenching, absolutely gut-wrenching. I think I did talk about it, which is very quickly... Stephen Merchant um, of, you know, The Office oh, fame. yes, yes, yes. Well, he plays a serial killer. Oh, gosh. Um, Ooh, and it's very a very good anti-type casting, isn't it? Yes, and he's brilliant. Mm. And um, it's, it's a true story about a man in London who was killing young gay men. Oh, yes. And yes. Um, Sheridan Smith plays one of the mothers who fights for justice. And he, I can't recommend enough that you watch this because you'll get so angry about institutionalised, um, you know... Um, abuse. Abuse mm. and, um, you know, anti, anti-gay anti sentiment, mm. etc. So there are two that I've watched previously. One, I'm a new thing I'm watching is Julia, which is on Foxtel. Have you watched any of this yet? Is that the Julia Childs thing? Yeah. Right. No, I haven't watched any of it yet. Look, why I think you should watch it, Claire, yes. is... It's about it's food really, and you like it. It's about food um, and it's got Sarah Lancashire, who's a British actress, playing Julia Child. And it's got the guy who used to play Niles in Frasier playing her husband. Mm-hmm. And then confusingly, it's got the woman who played um, <laughs> Frasier's wife in Frasier playing her editor. Anyway. Right. It's very Frasier, Frasier-esque. It's Frasier heavy. And... Um, <laughs> I don't know. Did you watch the Julia, Julia and Julia? I love the Julia Meryl and Julia. Street. Yeah, I love yes. it. So 
Yes. So part of you would think, well, why bother? And there is an element of that for me as well. Um, <laughs> but I am enjoying it so much. They're dropping it weekly. And what's really, I think, from our point of view, Claire, is that Julia Child was 51 mm. when she started making her TV show. Mm. And in this show, they address her going through the menopause. Oh, fab. Yes. And it, I was watching it thinking, it's so rare to see it on TV yeah, in a is. drama. Yeah. And and she goes to the doctor and she says, I'm not well. I'm, you know, she's got that funny voice. And um, <laughs> and the doctor does all the tests and then he says, you're, you're going through menopause. And he, she's like, oh. And then they've got her sort of filming in the kitchen in the hot lights and she's going, I, you know, I'm hot enough as it is. And, oh, um, <laughs> yeah. oh, Julia, and, I feel you, love, I feel you. Yes. And so that's something that is so refreshing about it um, that I think you would enjoy that, you know, but it's just a shame that it takes um, a, a series about a woman in the 1960s to portray a woman going, going through, through menopause. menopause. In well, a there drama. was also that Kristen Scott Thomas character in Fleabag, oh, yes. of course. She was another woman yes. who really took but that was like one, by the horn. Yeah, one scene in one, a, yeah. Scene. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how, so, um, oh, it's very it interesting. Yeah, I would watch it. And then, um, it's fun. And then the costumes are wonderful. The cars are brilliant. The houses are great. It's mm. it's really good. Mm. Mm. Um, I've watched something. I can't remember. Oh, I watched Kid Ninety, which is on Prime Video, which is the Soleil Moon Fry who played Punky Brewster. Um, you know, Punky Brewster, the TV show. Yes. So it's all yes. her home videos from when she was a child star. So oh, that's it's amazing. Cute. It's like this real, like you get to see Leo, her with Leo DiCaprio and um, she lost her virginity, I think, to Charlie Sheen. It's like it sort of says that, but she never actually addresses it actually. But wow. she talks about him and there's photos of him at the same time. So I think they probably couldn't say it. Um, I'm not sure. Don't sue me. Then no. there's also, um, she went out with, and like a lot of people that were child stars with her during the 90s then went on to commit suicide and stuff. So it's actually very poignant and sad about being a child star and what you have to put up with, the drugs they took, the parties they did, that sort of how that, she had a boob reduction when she was just a 14-year-old girl because as soon as she got massive boobs, people just treated her like an adult and it was just really horrifying for mm. her. She had massive, massive boobs. So she got a boob reduction and she talked really openly about it at the time, which was the first time that a young girl had ever really done that in public. So it was really interesting. But it's just a really lovely glimpse. It was all these people like Brian Austin Green and all these people who we all kind of uh, saw yes. on TV. Yeah. And it's just a it's just a 90-minute little kind of documentary snapshot of of her life she went out for years with um the lead singer of who sang jump around to house of pain remember oh, yes. yeah so it's just yes. you know just a really sort of 90s snapshot which is quite fun so i watched that but i've mostly been reading so i read yes beth o'leary's book the no show so she's yes, written a few nice chatter. Yeah, she's written a few sort of chick litty romance yeah. novels. And this is quite cute. It's not normally my thing, but I started reading it and I quite liked it. It's three women who are, who seemingly are dating the same man. So there's all this sort of, you know, you, you can't work out what's going on. Is he in hiding? What's going on? There's sort of different people agreeing to be boyfriends and, and dating and... Um, all this sort of stuff and as the story unfolds you realize what's happening so I won't spoil it but it's a it's a very um, 
nicely paced, nice, different way of approaching a chick lit kind of romance novel. So oh, I really right. liked it. It's very entertaining, real good holiday book. And then yes. I read The Swimmer by Graham Norton. Now, I'm not a massive fan of Graham Norton being a writer. I haven't really liked his books much. I've liked I've his books. I've enjoyed them. This one's a little novella. So it's a short yes. book. It's called The Swimmer. It's about a woman in Ireland who sees a man swimming off the coast where she lives and then realises he doesn't come back. And it's like about whether or not he's died or what's happened to him and and how she goes about trying to find out what happened. And then there's some stuff about her family and stuff about her love life. And she's a sort of older lady living there by herself. It's a really sweet, little, cute, short novel. So Is like the reason well. you don't like Graham Norton as a writer because it just really annoys you that he's, you know, got this fantastic career as yes. a TV host? <laughs> and it's like, oh, and now he's writing books as well. I like, think it's a bit of that. And also he's a bloody do. fucking winemaker as well. Yeah. So can you not do all yeah. of my jobs, please? So Thank you very much. It's just jealousy, really. Yeah, it's jealousy. It? Let's be honest. But also yeah. I found I found one of his books really boring and then I think the one that was his... Um, autobiography I found a bit self-indulgent which is of course what they always are I suppose yes. but um, and, very and also yes I'm jealous I can't deny it yeah, yeah. okay yeah. all right as long as we've established that <laughs> thank you for bringing it up um and yeah. now we should do another segment where I won't be jealous of anyone yes it's called beauty what is it it's, well not because of anything that I can do but just because it's the next one on the list it's called beauty okay. spot beauty spot beauty spot beauty spot <laughs> Have you heard of dry conditioner? I have, Lisa. Because obviously we've all used dry shampoo. Yes, I got the Kevin Murphy one, but then you've got a cheaper one, so I'm going to go and get yours. Tell us about it's, it. I'll tell you about it. It is called Waterless Instant Moisture Dry Conditioner. It's currently fourteen ninety nine mm. at Chemist Warehouse. Mm. And, you know, um, you know, regular listeners will remember that... Um, I stopped conditioning my hair towards the end of last year because I was told to by a, by a hairdresser. Um, but I do find that while my scalp is much better, Claire, sometimes my hair is a little lacking in moisture. Right. So I'm finding this dry conditioner really great, really mm. amazing. So obviously, you wash your hair, it dries, and then if you want a bit of extra moisture, you use spray dry conditioner. Perfect. You spray a bit of it on. Mm. And it's not greasy... Um, I was worried it would like be really greasy or just sort of make everything um, drag down a bit. Mm. So you, you you spray it on the ends. You don't put it on the roots. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yes, yeah, so, and it doesn't have that sort of dry shampoo floweriness. Right. Yeah, because it's not trying to soak up the oil. It's just trying to no, give you a bit of. And to give you some oil. Yeah, I love it. I love giving yes. oil. I had the yeah. Kevin Murphy one, which I bought, of course, and was like nine thousand four hundred and eighty-five dollars because everything, yes. everything from Kevin Murphy is very expensive. Um, but that's a that's similar. It's very good for my hair because my hair gets. I can wash it and condition it one day, and then two days later, if I haven't washed it again, it's like parched straw. Because I have right. I have a lot of chemical treatments in my hair because I do keratin straightening and all the rest of it, and this just gives it a bit of zhuzh. It's it doesn't soak up oil because I don't really need that. It just gives it you know a bit more, yeah, a bit more different definition, and and it's a nice. And it smells lovely too. So you can you know when your hair smells a bit dirty, you're like, mm. and the thing I hate more than dirty hair smell. Oh, dirty, nasty, nasty. <laughs> All right, well, let's do a 
another subject. This is an interesting yes. story that I read in the Sydney Morning Herald as well, which is about you can control how you fall out of love. Yes. So I guess when people break up, you know, if you can be devastated for months and months and months, you can feel terrible um, if you didn't see it coming and if you didn't necessarily start the process yourself or um, either that or if you have decided that for whatever reason you need to break up with someone, <laughs> you can actually actively make yourself fall out of love with them enough to, for it not to make you feel sad. And how do you do that, Claire? Well, I tell you, you think about you think negative thoughts about the person you're trying to fall out of love with, and then after that, you just distract yourself by thinking about things that make you happy. Now that sounds like pretty obvious advice. Sandra Langeslag, who's a professor, professor, a professor, professor of psychological sciences at the University of Missouri, St. Louis, who has studied these effects on the brain of breaking up with people, says that um, you can do it in a one-two punch. So you, you do the negative thoughts, then the dose of distraction, and you can actually decrease your love by doing that. So this woman did it in um, when she was 15. She decided that she imagined her partner covered in vomit and holding dead kittens. That would do it. And that made her hate him. And then she was able to think about something positive and therefore was about somebody else or about life without him or whatever and suddenly the dead kitten man didn't seem so appealing anymore which would probably work I don't know yes. that it would make me stop mooning about you know my first love or whatever when I was 17 that probably there was nothing you could do about that breakup I feel like that's what your friends are for are to say you know he's a fucking dickhead and <laughs> think about him you deserve that? better yeah. and what but, about that time he wore those stupid shoes? Yeah. And he's his an hair asshole. sparks. And, yeah, I think I'm going to leave it to my friends to do that. Okay. Well, I think that maybe maybe it's also like, you know, when you think someone's not really right for you but you can't stop being in a relationship with them and, and you know you should break up with yes. them, it might be useful to then use that. Of course, being mar old means. married ladies that we are, we're never going to break out with our beautiful, wonderful husbands never. ever again, are we? Of course in not. For life, of course in not. It for life. Yeah. In it to oh, win it. Unless Harry Styles calls me. Just saying. Yes. Of or course. Robbie Williams, who we're seeing this weekend, Lisa. Yay! So regular listeners to the podcast will know how excited we are by the prospect Very of excited. seeing a bit of Robbie Williams in Melbourne this weekend. So if you're Yay. going... Girls gone wild. <laughs> if you're going, come to the PDAs and tell us, and maybe we can meet you and um, look we, out for each other. Yeah, we can all scream loudly. What's the PDAs, Claire? It's our Facebook group, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's do some more things. Let's do some household hints. Household hints. Household There's hints. no place like home. I don't know. There's no. That's good. I like that. There's no place like home. That's fantastic. Well done. Well done, you. <laughs> so you had something to say here, didn't you? You what had was it? well that you love something from Aldi. Not an ad. Not an ad. Yes, I went to stay at my sister's house, and she had bought new sheets from Aldi special buys. Right. Mm -hmm. 
And she was like, oh, I hope they're okay. You know, they're Audi special buys, et cetera, et cetera. I won't hear any bad word against them. Um, they were sensational. Were they bamboo or something? I think they were um, Egyptian cotton. Ooh. Like, they, they were so soft and sort of just delightful to sleep in. I was hugely impressed. And then she said, I said, she said, what the sheets like? I said, oh, they're fantastic. And then she said, what about the lamb's wool underlay? I said, well, now you mention it. I knew there was something there. I knew there was something there. And she said, that's Audi as well. Look, I tell you. And and she said, that was 89 bucks for the lamb's wool underlay, which Mm. is really good value for a lamb's wool underlay. (laughs) Underlay. Underlay, underlay. Yes. When I um, came to Australia once on, um, as a tourist, um, a friend of mine um, who will remain nameless took me to Narracourt in South Australia, which is the home of the sheepskin underlay. Oh. And I bought one and I bought a sheepskin rug and I shipped them back to London. And have you ever had a, sheep, have you ever had a, a sheepskin underlay on I your ha- bed? I have. I cannot lie. That's so fantastic. My mother-in-law gave us one once for a Christmas yeah. present. Probably from well, Andy, not an ad. They're marvellous. Marvellous. So that's my little um, no place like home. Mm. Well, I had a little no place like home in that we found this great story in the UK about people folding clothes. Yeah, like it. this sort of cult thing about watching people on videos folding things. Yeah, so there's this woman called Sophie Liard, Liard, who yes. used to work um, in a like a house of Fraser, so in a, in a department store folding clothes. On you know how you have to if you work in a shop where there's fashion, you always have to stand there and fold t-shirts, whatever. So she started doing that, and then she started posting videos on TikTok, and. Um, she just picked up all these methods for folding things and it's just gone absolutely viral. And apparently there's hundreds and hundreds of these people on TikTok who fold stuff. And apparently a video where... Now she's got a million followers and has given up her job. Yeah, but she folds a napkin in the shape of a Christmas tree and it's been watched more than five million times. That's amazing. So she's got this book coming out. It's called The The Folding Lady. She's called the folding lady. Yeah, which is, you know, it is what it says on the box, isn't it? I love it. <laughs> um, but she talks about how to fold everything, and there's all different kind of key folds, like thirds folding, where you fold into thirds, like towels, for example. Mm-hmm. The ranger roll, where you create a turn-up at one end, which folds back over the rolled-up garment. Ooh. I've seen that in socks, for example, and towels. Yes. And she says that um, folding can change your life, but um, obviously it's not going to fix your life. So be a bit realistic about it. But she says there's lots of tips in the book which you can learn from. You start on a flat surface, which seems to be obvious to me, Mm. but, you know, folding towels into thirds and then thirds again. Fold clothes lightly, not like you're creasing paper, which kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yes. There's different – she has in her book three different folds for socks – and a fourth for tights, which I find kind of a bit mind-blowing that you have different ways of folding socks. Because normally, if I can find two socks that match, I mm. put them one inside the other and that's as far as I go. But she also says, um, one thing that she says is that nothing beats hanging things up. So actually, even jumpers. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm. In the article, I liked that the writer, um, Caroline Ansim, said that, are we at peak tidy? Yeah. Because, it, it, yeah, 
it sort of it all starts to feel a little bit ridiculous, doesn't it? But at the same time, I think it's probably a, it's it's a control thing, isn't it? It's like it's, it's also a calming thing. I think that yeah, you know, it's like that. It's like watching um, you know, Marie Kondo or whatever. But all that stuff where you watch someone fold something and put it neatly into a suitcase or into a drawer, into a anything. It's just such a calming thing for your mind because it suddenly yeah. creates order. So yes. I do think you know, and there's nothing I like more than Reese. Doing, redoing our towel cupboard and rolling all the towels up and putting them in size order and colour order and making them. <laughs> There's nothing you like more well, than that. No, nothing at all. Champagne breakfast, seafood <laughs> buffet. No, no. All I like is Cruise that. of the Mediterranean. <laughs> no, I like everything less than folding my towels. Let's do some What's Cooking. Hey, 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 good looking. Good looking. Oh, what you got cooking? You got cooking. Now, not that we are sponsored by Aldi because we're not, but we should be. Not an, we should be. <laughs> You've eaten something from Aldi that you think is unbelievable. I ate. Now they're not new, but they're new to me. Mm-hmm. Angus beef potato pies mm-hmm. from Aldi. Mm-hmm. They were so good. Um, so they're just like meat pies with potato topping. It's actually the best mashed potato I've ever eaten in my life. Really? God knows what they're putting in that. Oh, I can't. I mean, cream and butter, I would imagine. Oh, all sorts. Yeah. I mean, crack, obviously. Crack! Um, and some heroin, yes. Yeah. Five pounds for two. Dollars? Dollars for two. <laughs> Pop them in the oven for 35 minutes oh. out the freezer. Yeah. Okay. No, perf- perfect for when you've been out for a big lunch and you get home, like, not really hungry, but should probably have something. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, um, okay. They came out, I think they came out last year, and there's stories all over the, you know, Mail Online about them. Mm-hmm. So we're, all, we're all a bit obsessed with, like, whatever Aldi has to offer, aren't we, really? Yes. Yes. Um, so they're still in Aldi now because I found them in the freezer cabinet. So mm-hmm. go get... You know, it's funny how you mentioned that because remember how I was obsessed with the um, goat, the parsnips, goose fat potatoes. Yes, I thought they were parsnips. <laughs> no, there well, there's parsnips as well, which I was oh, obsessed with, but yeah. the goose fat potatoes as well. Yes, I went to Woolworths the other day and I bought some duck fat potatoes that were just in the freezer because I just thought, you know what, I really miss them. I really miss the mm. <laughs> the fake mm. the fake potato. Anyway, and my husband said, "Why do you keep buying these stupid things? We don't need them. Potatoes are so easy to cook. You're stupid." Anyway, and, and I was like, then, yes, you make a valid point. <laughs> you make a valid point. But sometimes you think I'd love a roast potato after it's too late in the process to just make a yes. roast potato. Yes. You know? And then these are so easy. Anyway, of course, that happened. Could it have been a coincidence? Hmm, I don't know. Anyway, he's completely sold on them now. We had to have them two nights in a row. We loved them. So well, there you, there go. you go. So they're, they're bird's eye. Bird's eye from Woolworths. Bird's eye duck fat glazed potatoes well worth having in the freezer from for potato emergencies of which there often are often often, often. are yeah yeah um all right and also lisa we have two big yeah. questions for you all right well, two big questions for for us yes you can have one and i'll have one so let's do all right big question who wants to go first i'll go first okay claire yes lisa <laughs> 
Will you be my menopause mentor? Well, I'm honoured. I'll be. I would be honoured to be your menopause mentor. What does it entail? Do I have to? Do I'm anything? not really sure, but Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> is getting one. Right. Well, in that case, we must all do what Queen Get Gwyneth asked us yes. to do. Forty-nine-year-old Gwyneth is recruiting. I think it is a really good idea. She's recruiting a mentor to guide her through the trials and tribulations of the menopause. So. I actually do think it's a really good idea. And it doesn't actually say anything else about this mentor. <laughs> but um, we, can only just, we can only decide what it is. It's someone to tell you how you feel, to say, yes, you're normal, to say, don't worry about yes. that. Yes, yes, you are sweaty. Yes, your your hair is falling out. <laughs> yeah. point, or point you in the direction of, you know, this supplement worked for me, go and see right. this doctor. That's um, right. You don't need to suffer in silence. No. Um, I think it's a really good idea. So thank you, Queen Guinness. Guinness? <laughs> Queen, Queen Gwyneth is yes. really hard to say. Yeah, she's a hard one to wrap your head yeah. around. I think it's a really good idea. I would be honoured to be anyone's a menopause. Oh, don't person. say that. No. Unless you can deliver because you'll um, have all these ladies <laughs> wanting your... Your support, Claire. It was funny, actually. I went for a walk with my friend Catherine. We shall call her Catherine. Hello, Catherine. Yes. The other Hi, day. Catherine. And she was saying to me, how are you doing at the moment with your hormones and everything? And I just launched into this, well, I said, you know, and launched into sort of my doctor put me on a different HRT and blah, blah, blah. And, we, and it was like the first time that for ages where I'd actually had a conversation with somebody about how I was literally feeling right then. Mm. it's so interesting how when you take different medication it changes how you feel but I hadn't really noticed it until right now I I actually feel much more stable much more even keel than I had been very good so I do think a mentor would be a useful thing I need to find one of my own you need one of your own yeah maybe Gwyneth could yeah. reverse mentor you. Yeah, you know she'd have yeah. some. She'd just want to sell, sell you some egg that you have to put in your vagina. <laughs> yeah, and a candle you... that's not like something. Oh, you know, yeah. that would be a bit much. Um, all right, I have it a big question a for you. Oh, what is it? Is it wrong that I actually mm. actively hate the Beckham mm. children at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> not all of them. Not all of them, though. Not the little girl. She hasn't done anything wrong. Well. No, she hasn't. But I don't know why we have to keep seeing her doing things like, you know, walking through a field. I mean, you know, we can all children can do that. Like so, hold on a minute. When you say why we have to see her, is that because you're following her parents on Instagram? Yes, it is. So there is a way around that. Yes, I can, I, can I suggest? I see what you're saying <laughs> immediately. I understand what you're saying. But yes, yeah, I guess so. What I'm really concerned about is, you know, Brooklyn's wedding was just, you know, this mm, filthy obnoxious. display of money, which, yeah. you know, I had a bit of a problem with, although it was yeah. really entertaining to watch. Now, Cruz Beckham is um, preparing to launch his singing career. He's already started his singing career as well. So yeah. there was, it's been a bit better. But the funniest line in this whole story was that his voice is better than his mum's, says oh, someone. Duh. And I was like, well, <laughs> is, didn't she never sing because she had a terrible voice? I'm sure that I read that somewhere. <laughs> Anyway, but like it's just this idea that just because they're a Beckham, they get you know the leg up and they get yeah. You know. And of course, Brooklyn Beckham has a cooking show. He can't cook. There's a I saw another no. thing the other day on Vogue where he was trying to cut a wheel of cheese, and literally <laughs> the whole video was him not being able to cut a wheel of cheese. And then that was the end of the video. Like you're not really worthy of it, you know. And now you've married yeah. some super super duper 
you know, rich, rich woman. Yeah, beyond rich even. Yeah. So, and yeah. you were saying that in Selling Sunset the other day, they were selling a house to Brooklyn Beckham. Well, no, they were, um, have you watched the new, Selling Sunset, the new season's out? Have you, you don't watch Selling Sunset, I have do watched you? it, yeah, I have uh, watched it's it. It's so, it's, this season is just the worst ever, but obviously I'm binge watching it. Um, <laughs> obviously you've got to go now because you've got to go and watch it. <laughs> got to go and finish it off. And um, they were talking about um, some house in some street and all the houses are so over the top and, you know, Beverly Hills. Yeah. And one of the agents was saying, Oh yeah, um, yeah. I sold I sold a house in that street to Brooklyn Beckham, and it was just like, oh my god, how like Brooklyn Beckham, and then and then they said something like, well, and his fiance, yeah. and it's like, oh okay, so, but you know, they're buying five million dollar houses clearly feel, in, in uh, Beverly yeah, Hills, and I just feel like you don't deserve a five million dollar house, and also no other twenty five year old is going to be doing that. It just it just makes me cranky. So I actually actively don't like them. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have no problem with Victoria or David. They've earned their money. Yeah, David. And, you know, David. Yeah. <laughs> I've earned my yeah. money, haven't I, David? <laughs> yeah. But, um, yes, you have, Victoria. Yeah, um, I think I agree with you. It's all a bit annoying and a bit obnoxious, but we play right into it. Oh, they're right playing right. us like they're, they're like playing us like a piano. They certainly are. Yeah, like a piano that Elton John would give them because he's their godfather. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The fucker. And on that note, Lisa. Uh, on that piano note. On that lovely middle C. <laughs> yes. La. Um, we will go. And this week is the Robbie Williams week. So yes, if you Ooh. are going to see him, please come to the PDAs and tell us, and we will definitely have to catch up with you at the show. Um, come to the PDAs anyway and leave us any recommendations if you want me to be your menopause mentor <laughs> you'll have to fight me form an orderly queue yeah. um, and we will see you next week for more fun and right. indeed frolics. happy folding uh, and go ahead and fold some stuff right. I'm going to go and roll my towels as we speak oh gosh you know how to live <laughs> bye <laughs>